0: You're going to be gone. You're going to be gone. I ain't got to deal with people like that. They're so hard-headed and neglectful. Now, that brings me in to what I want to talk about tonight. Because there, there's a problem. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I do not understand it. I'm excited for me. Sunday, I seen some things. God highlighted some things that, that that was not good. Now, I watch all the people that stay here for such a long time just to end up lost. And it, 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 there ain't no reason for that. There is no reason for you to be here a year and you cannot explain to a sinner the plan of salvation. There, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for you not being in the will of God after a year, especially if you say you have repented, been baptized in Jesus' name, and received the gift, which is the Holy Ghost. Right. There's no excuse for that. And so when I ask a question, uh, I, I, no, I ask the question right now, uh, uh, slow and steady wins the race. Without repeating any of the words that I used, can anybody tell me what that means? Slow and steady wins the race. I'm going to start off with some winners. But slow and steady wins the race. And what that means is being consistent. Now, that was said, but what messed up was doing what you are told. Being consistent in staying in what the Bible says. Being connected to your pastor don't mean none if he or she a crook. Being consistent with what God in, not with. Being consistent in what God has said will make you a winner. Now, some of you said one day at a time. You can't live no other way. You got to live one day at a time. Can't, can't nobody in here got a button where they can take two days at a time or a week at a time. So that's fact. But the key word is consistently, consistently, consistent in what God has said. Anytime you lose, uh, uh, you might woke up with your mind on Jesus. But by noon, if he ain't there no more, you're in trouble. you in trouble. If you don't have a prayer life every day, if you don't have a serious prayer every two days, you're in trouble. you in trouble. If you don't have time to study your word, the plan of salvation, you're going to lose it. See, I was explaining, there's several people not here tonight. And I was explaining to to. to Them, one of them. You cannot be an asset to God if you fail in your family. Now, I'm going to tell you, the Holy Ghost would have told you that common sense. The Holy Ghost would have told you that common sense. And, you know, I have people within this ministry think they're going to serve the ministry while failing their families and God is happy. They, 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 I got people in this ministry that think that they're going to grow in the ministry, you know, for the ministry, in the ministry of and feeling their first love. You, I, I don't know who told you that. I do not know who told you that. The only way you can be an asset. I was... I was over the Holy Ghost room for about eight years, 10 years. I can't remember. But Sister Sweets was helping me, and there might have been a few others. Then the church grew, and I know, unlike the Native Americans, I know we got to create new saplings that will grow and become pillars. So I tried to give everybody a chance to learn how to serve God. So I turned it over to Sister Sweets, and she would often refer back to me on difficult situations or areas of new. But after so many years, four, five, six, then we turned it over to the what looked like the next eligible candidate. And she ran the Holy Ghost Room. But then she began to get another job which, which fit her academic and also calling. And so we needed a new Holy Ghost room worker. We needed a new prayer team leader. I needed some Sunday school, not Sunday school, <coughs> people over the church, young people, um, children's church, Sunday school. And so I was really asking God, I said, Lord, who? Because who? really wouldn't nobody come to mind. So I asked God, who? And God said, leaders are supposed to lead. That's all God said, is leaders are supposed to lead. Well, that translated to me that the ministry is supposed to minister. So I I looked at the top of the ministry, which was the only elder that I had. God said, leaders are supposed to lead. So it would be wrong for me to put anybody else over the next most important job, Which is the birthing room, except for the next elder. As I saw. But you know, what God was saying, I could tell you right now, leaders are supposed to leave. He must have had a title that he didn't deserve. Because when he got put at that title position, he came apart. Too much pressure. God said leaders are supposed to lead. Leaders are supposed to be out front. Do you know how many men ma- do you know how many men have been exposed in marriage about their weak leadership? Do you know how many parents have been exposed in the presence of kids? Oh no, I, I'm telling you what God said. He said leaders are supposed to lead. Leaders are supposed to lead. And so naturally, I looked out amongst the hierarchy on the pastor. So the next part in the room was the Holy Ghost room, the birthing room. So I put the elder over that. And it wore him down. And I'm going to use the word, pumped him out. To where he couldn't hold it. When we looked at different auxiliaries, I put the people in auxiliary that should have been able to carry the job, should have been able to carry the banner, but they couldn't. They couldn't, and that's that's not good. Um, put found wanting. <laughs> I don't know if it's... <laughs> read. Thou art weighed in the balance. Now, it says thou art weighed by the balance. And art... Oh, art. Thou art weighed. Put in, put in an opportunity. I'm telling you right now as I stand here. You have been nothing, we have been given nothing but an opportunity. And I, I would like to know, and I'm not asking, but I would really like to know why so many have not answered the call. I didn't, a couple of Sundays ago, I didn't call you to this. So why is it that you're making me your conscience? Men, why are you not taking care of your families with leadership? Why? What in your, in the back, one of my military days, they say in your military mind, made you think that you can lead a family broken without leadership skills? What? Parents, what made you think that putting in work with your children is not exist. What made you guys think that getting the Holy Ghost and not having a daily prayer life will going to make you successful? Raise your hand if you have prayed out your house this week. Now I want everybody to notice this. Did you and your wife pray out your house, or just you? Where? All right, put your house down. I just wanted to go for the month. <laughs> Where is, the, where, where is the leadership teamwork in that? Where is the leadership teamwork in that? You see me read that text that come through today or yesterday. Out of the blue at 10 something in the morning, just blasting the church and we ain't done nothing. Where is the leadership teamwork? In your homes. And why all of you, even the kids, can quote Corinthians 14 and 40? Because we've seen it so much. (laughs) Do you know some of you look sick right now? Some of you look sick right now. Why? Because we're talking about your flaws. Is that why you look looking sick? Is because we're discussing your flaws? Where, where, where you are lacking? Wow. I'm missing the point. Thou art weighed by the balances and art found wow. not having what it took. How, and I want anybody that has been exposed in the last, since church started, I want you to explain to me how you're going to get past this, not having the pedigree, not having the report, not having the ability. How how are you going to get past that? Because what the writer said, again, please hear me. God said, because I was asking him. Because when I looked out there, didn't nobody's face name come up. And so I asked God, I said, Lord, what what, what do you say? And all he said was, leaders are supposed to lead. What's that mean? Leaders are supposed to lead. I know what to do with that. And I put him over the next most important auxiliary here underneath my supervision would support all three of us as his mentors. And he failed. He couldn't handle it. Every person that I put in, do you know how many complaints I got when we started the school this semester? Because we got too many people being lazy. See, God, when you're busy for God, God is busy for you. But instead of search out God, when the pastor said something, they started to complain. They started to complain. We're going to get to the book of Kings today. But the point is, they started to complain and not ask God for revelation not ask God for direction. What am I talking about? We ask them to help. And let's say that we put you on a schedule of Monday through Thursday. And I'm I'm not tooting anybody's horn except for I'm trying to help everyone see what God will do. Caroline and I trained our children to put God first and everyone that was we raised we instilled that in them character responsibility. Now the Wyoming church took it out of my brother because they burnt him. But anybody that knows him will know he's a worker. He goes to work every day. As a matter of fact he works too much. But he pays his bills. He's the only one that supports his was supporting his family financially he was the only one that that he built he built a house and he was the only one working had a house built so what I tried to get those that were just complainers and lacking in a position because see when you're backed in the corner you got to do something. You either got to stand up and fight or you fall apart. You cower down. When you're back to the corner, you come out fighting or you cower down. So when I put when I put that structure together. It was God who called those names. It was God who put because it worked out the way that it worked out for a reason. And instead of bracing that opportunity of an opportunity to really grow, folks, his mind got shut down. Now, for all you complainers out there, tell how long have you been doing that? Working more than from 830 to 230. For more than six years, still meeting the financial obligations for her husband. Because it was probably a year or two before we started the school that she came to me with that burning design. I said, as soon as you find a way to support your husband financially, then we'll do the school. I said, because I'm not going to handicap your husband because you want to do something for God. So for six years, every day, every evening, on weekends, she's committing time to God. Helps meet the financial obligations for her. Some of y'all don't like this. I understand it. But I don't know why. Because I'm giving you an example. If you work for God, how hard God works for you but we want to skate and slide and minimize our responsibilities. Let me share with that again. When she came, I said, we're not going to handicap your husband financially. She's sitting right there asking. I said, before we do this, you're going to prove yourself as a wife financially. You're not going to trade off, I want to work for God's, And not take care of your financial responsibilities at home. So for six years. She does more than just what the teachers do. Not only is she here from that early in the morning to one of the last ones to leave. But she does research. She studies the programs, the different ones. She speaks with the administrators around the different places where we've been works out, programs, financial responsibility. And I haven't got to the kicker yet. And they live in over a half million dollar house. Where is your heart at? Why is it that you cannot follow the lead and let God bless you? This is a faith walk. This walk is not done by sight. This is a faith walk. That's why we spend so much time on the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Starting off with verse 6, before we went up, it said, he that cometh to God must believe that God is. And that's where the sentence starts. stops. Why? Because thou art weighed by the balances. Thou art weighed by the interaction, by the charge, by the challenge. You have been tested. You have been put against the bricks. You have been put in the challenge. And are found wanting. What am I talking about? I'm talking about you husbands. Husbands. I'm talking about you wives. I'm talking about you parents. In a program where we had to pull authority back from the parents because the children were suffering. They did not have the mindset to embrace education. Look at your children, parents, and what do you have to say about them? What is being said about them? Why do your children not have the mind to be weighed by the action and have been found full, successful? Why is that? And that's what excites me. I wanted to say that part first because I didn't have this growing up. I was excited when I got introduced in my early teens to God. Because I saw just so much dysfunction out there, so much inconsistency, so many liars. So many people expect and respect, but they weren't doing nothing respectable. So when I found the word of God and the absolutes, when God said, if you do this, then I will do this. Or if you do this, this will happen. I could get with that. Because I had been lied to, manipulated, been abused so much. But God's word was right. Some of you children who have poor parents find excuses to be raggedy. My dad struggled. And if you look at it, that man had a burden that I don't know how you would carry. Because when your actions kill somebody, how do you fix that? When your actions kill two somebodies, how do you fix that? So I can relate to that burden in theory. So when that burden broke him down, how can he help me? And I didn't blame my dad for not being able to help me. I didn't blame my dad because he had a point four eight point five two blood alcohol level and was still breathing. Tolerancy up to that level. I didn't blame him for that. Because he was wrestling with his own demons. But how was I going to use that as an excuse for me? Right. I killed nobody. Come on. That's it. Right. So when I found the word of God, it didn't make me no difference where I was. I see where I wanted to go. It wasn't about what, what, where I'd been. But so many people don't like what God is saying. When you get weighed, that means you've been given opportunity. I didn't call you. I didn't call you here. I didn't, for you adults, I didn't bring you through the last 18 years of your life to adulthood. I didn't do that. God did that. And you're going to tell me that you have no respect for that? I I, I say this, and I know there's some of you out there that think you got it hidden on the market. With the exception of the use of drugs, because I don't like water in my nose, and I don't like needles. With the exception of drugs, I don't think there's... being shot, officially being shot. I don't think anybody has been through anything that I ain't been through. But yet you use it as a reason for you to stay broken. Because of what God brought you through. What God has brought you through. Where did you come from? We've got people here come from Ohio, Mississippi, St. Louis, the reservation, Ethiopia, Nebraska, Ghana. Look where God brought you from. He didn't leave you there. Broken families where mom and dad were no good broken families where mom and dad didn't have the ability to parent and you're going to use that as an excuse to not blossom all this is is an opportunity you are being measured you are being measured And what's to say when you are found short? What's going to happen? You're going to be cut off. Because you were weighed and measured. You were given an opportunity. Instead of rising to that challenge, you found reasons to be neglectful. You found reasons to not fulfill it. You found them. What do you think it means when God calls you? He's calling you from something to something. And if you don't understand that, you're going to miss the train. You're going to feel like it's too much. You're going to feel like it's not fair. Do you think it's fair For the way that you treat this pastor. And I'm talking to everybody. And I'm not telling you. That it's fair or not fair. I'm asking you. To measure. What you've given back. I want you to measure. On what you've done with this opportunity. That God gave us. I'm consistent. I show up every day. When this church needs money, I go find it. I have not let anybody down. There's not a person within the sound of my voice who can ever say that I'm not there. I haven't been there. Why can't you say the same, or can you? Because these are opportunities. Thou art weighed and measured as a man, as a woman, as a husband, as a wife, as a dad, and as a mom. How were you found? Where in your mind do you ever think you're going to overstep The first challenge God gave you is to be an adult. Fail that and you can work for God. How? Where is it that you're going to overstep the value you made to this man or this woman and work for God and be successful? No matter how hard you work, it all going to come to nothing. Because you cannot get something out of nothing. Sin comes from sinners. Sinners cannot produce good fruit. They can't, no matter what you do. Anybody know who Ahab was? Who was Ahab? Ahab was a king over Israel and was Jezebel's husband. He was the king, but his wife ruled him. His wife ruled him. And if we get there today, Elijah came to Ahab, and Ahab had the nerve to ask Elijah, ain't you that prophet that's given Israel problems? He said, no. He said, it's you and your wife that's caused Israel problem. Yeah. It ain't me. It's you. Like that woman who accused the church of wrecking her family. It wasn't the church that wrecked the family. It was her and her husband's lack of ability to be her husband. That woman shouldn't be talking because she don't know how to talk. Her husband should have taken her voice right. and tell she, tell she can learn how to be respectful. Right. Tell she can learn how to tell the truth. Right. Amen. Somebody got to do it. Yeah. Come on. Her daddy didn't do it. Right. Her mama didn't do it. Right. And now she's a grown woman running her mouth like a crazy woman. Yeah. Telling lies that she, might, she must believe. But you know where she's saying it from? From the parking lot. <laughs> she can't come here no more. Until she can learn how to side with truth. And that goes for everybody in here. But Ahab was a weak king. His wife ran him. And he didn't even know what he was supposed to be able to do. Because his lack of vision. So what's that say about a weak man who has no vision for himself? Men, what are you supposed to be doing? What are you supposed to be doing? Women, what are you supposed to be doing? When you become 16, that's a big transition time to where you learn how to be an adult. So that when you turn 18, you can handle your business. When you're 16, there's very little that the parents need to teach. It's more about policy. And at 16, 17 for sure, is when a parent should take a hands-off approach and let kids hit the wall. So they can learn how to ask those detailed questions in adult life. You no longer got a thumb on your kid at 16, 17, percent let's see what you know. And you give them tasks that young adults are going to experience in their young adulthood. So while they're still at home, you can catch them when they fall. And redirect them because if they don't get that experience till they get out, who's going to catch them? There's nothing wrong with an 18-year-old wanting to leave home. But it's scary when they're not prepared to leave home. It's scary when they're running from home. Because they're runners. And we see the first example of a runner when they're running from home. Right. What are they going to do with the rest of their life when problems show up? Right. Run. Right. They're going to try to change the page. Yep. They're going to try to do something different. And they're going to find out it's going to show up again. Because yep. it ain't about the page. Right. It's about the person. Right. I see Hen. It's about the character. Right. And a parent's job is to teach that. Right. That's why I let six... Well, I think we're putting them in harm's way. Of what? Yeah. Learning a lesson? Yeah. Learning an expensive lesson? Yeah. Let them do what they're big enough to do. And when that, pre- that te- pre- pregnancy test come up positive, oh, then we know Hollywood. it's time to grow up. Yeah. Very quickly. Your problems at home. Ain't gonna do nothing but follow you yeah. because you're gonna have no, you're the same person, but you're going to have per, per people in that apartment building. Right. You're going to have managers. Right. You're going to have people on the job. Right. And you ain't going to run from that. Right. And then you're going to get so bad in the city, you're going to try to run to a different city and find out the same thing is there. Because right. it's called life. Right. It's called life. And you're going to find out that when you've been weighed and measured, you are going to be found not able to rise to the occasion. Why is that? When you've been given an opportunity to fly, you come up short. When you say, I'm a leader. Yeah. Male or female, don't make me no difference. Right. You know how many women have complained about their marriage when God's supposed to be the head of their life? You know how many men complain about their marriage when God's supposed to be the head of their life? If God is the head of your life, every problem ain't nothing but a challenge. That you're waiting on God to help you with. It ain't nothing but another bump in the road. Right. But no, you don't see it like that. You see there's a reason to be bitter. Right. You see there's a reason to cut your eyes at your spouse because they're saying something you don't like or agree with. Right. Like you God. Right. That judgment mentality. You're not to judge. Right. You don't know what God is working with somebody on. Come on. So mind your own business. Do you know how many women would be 100% better if the man would ever learn how to mind his own business and leave? What do you think the scripture said? One plant, one water. Who give the increase? How God going to give an increase to a plant you ain't even, a a seed you ain't even planted or a seed that you ain't even watering? Just running your mouth. You know, it, it is not God sent his word to heal him. God sent you to heal him. Yeah, that, that's what happened. God sent you. Uh-huh. God didn't send you to be an example that somebody could follow. And I mean somebody could learn to follow. No, God didn't send you as an example. God sent you to be the the, the fixer. God sent you to look over the fence and meddle in somebody else's business. And you are so deficient. How do you find so much time? <coughs> How do you find so much time to help someone else when you ain't got it right? <coughs> you want them to follow the leader, right, husbands? You want them to follow the leader, right, moms? Where are you leading? Where are you leading? How is anybody going to follow you when they see you coming, they're like, oh, and want to go somewhere else? When every time they look at you, they get a uh, balled up in their oh. chest. How does that happen? How do you be a leader then? A lot of people don't like me, but it's because of what I told you. And I do a number tell you what God said. Right. why did pastor say that because that's what first Kings 17 and twenty say right. that's why pastor said that right. thou art weighed in the balances thou art weighed in measure and measured and art found is that you? is that you <coughs> How many know the Holy Ghost is a guide? Get for me Acts 22 and 11. How many know the Holy Ghost is a guide? You know what a guide does? It leads. You know what a good servant does? It's follows. Now, let's say you was following the guide and you got separated from the guide. What do you do? You ask for help. You don't just start tramping off through the woods. You start yelling for help. And when I could not see for the glory of that light. Now, we're talking about Paul's story. When he could not see because the glory of that light being led by the hand of them that were with me. What? I came into Damascus. I came into the city of Damascus. I had to be what? Led. I had to be led. I don't care how old you are, what you know about being a husband? I don't care how old you are, what do you know? Because if you don't know, you're going to fail at the job. Now, I've been married over 30 years. So I think I know a little bit about something about being a husband through hard times. Because it ain't all been roses. There have been a lot of thorns. That we have come through. So Paul says. And when I could not see. Because of the glory. Of that light. Being led by the hand of them. That were with me. I came unto the masses. Verse 12. And what? One and A, knife, a devout man. A, a what? Devout man. Now who helped Paul? Who helped Paul? It wasn't just Ananias it was a devout man Ananias Right. he was committed to God and so guess what he was able to do hey listen if you study the story when God spoke to Ananias you know he didn't just send Paul and said hey Paul go see Ananias and let Ananias do whatever he wanted to God told Ananias that Paul was coming. God told Ananias. Ananias said, What you crazy? You want me to help him? Do you know? Like, he didn't know who he was. So what reason why I'm saying that, there ain't nothing wrong with your questions right. of understanding. But you gotta ask them. Right. Do you know how many husbands? hold on to stuff because they're afraid to tell or ask their wife because she's going to blow up? Yeah, you know how many wives can't talk to their husbands freely? Come on. And I didn't do that. He told God, uh, what? Do you not know who this man is? I can't do this unless he turn on me. On. That's what he does, Lord, for a living. What I'm talking about is Ananias had the question of understanding. Right. But he didn't sit in the dark. Right. He didn't sit there and, oh my God, how God gonna ask me to do this? Huh? He said, Lord, do you know what you say? Do you know who this man is, Lord? As if God didn't know, but Ananias couldn't see that because all he could see is what he was feeling. Right. But at least he had enough sense to put it out there. Right. To get understanding, because I did it. God said, "Nevertheless, I have sent him." And I said, "You send him?" God said, "Ain't that what I told you when I introduced the thing?" But had to sink in for a minute. And Ananias wasn't able to accept that off the bat because of the fear of this man called Saul, the killer of these of these people. So when he got that worked out in his mind, he went to work. So Paul had to be led and God led him to Damascus and one Ananias, a devout man, according to the God. principles of God, having what? A good report. Having a good report. What is your report as a man? Right. What is your report as a woman? What is your report as a husband, as a wife, as a parent? Come on. It's time to show up. You ain't going to do nothing without a report. Your resume says failure, 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 failure. And you wonder why you can't succeed. Because you ain't never showed up. You ain't never got dirty. You ain't never come out fighting in that corner. You always find some reason to quit. Some reason to cry. Send to Damascus. And one Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, having a good report of all the Jews which dwelt. What's your report say? You got some teeth, huh? I think it's scratchy from Sunday. I told them all I was yelling. Uh, somebody said, "No, you got a little excited." No, I said I was yelling. I was yelling. Thank you. What's your report say? Do you do do you have a good report? Do you have a good report? Come on. Or, or are you considered one of them emotional ones? Right. One of those that. When you got weighed and measured, you found complaint you were found complaining you were found offended. you know the love of God couldn't keep you. Right. it was what they did that separated you from the love of God that was designed to keep you. you couldn't be kept because of the emotion that just took over. you know the emotion you know the emotion you know the emotion. You know the emotion? Yeah. Yeah. And I know I keep saying emotion because I want to tell you, the flesh took over. You know, the emotion. There was no soundness in you. The emotion took over. Flesh took over. Flesh took over you. There was no soundness in you to drive flesh back. Acts 1 and 8. We come right back here. The Bible says ye shall receive power or ability. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. you. And because of that Holy Ghost power or ability, ye shall be with it. That's what the Bible say. How, how, how come that emotion came over you? How come that emotion came over you? Because you don't have the Holy Ghost? No. It might be, but that's not why. Because even folks with the Holy Ghost can be overtaken. Right, right. Because if you don't turn to God and you turn to your feelings, your thoughts, and your opinions, that's how flesh gets in this. Yeah, right. that's true. It's because of your feelings, your thoughts, and your opinions about it. Right. Yeah, Ananias told God are you sure? Do you know who Saul is? But because of the integrity of Ananias, he was able to ask his question of understanding, get corrected, and go to work. Some of you are so weak, you can't even ask your question. I'm not saying you're weak as a punk as though I'm borderline You don't even have enough sense to ask your question of understanding. So you can perform. That young man should have told his wife a long time ago, zip it. You ain't got nothing positive to say. You ain't got nothing encouraging to say. You ain't got nothing worth saying. Don't say it. And every time you zip it, Her daddy didn't help her. And he don't have to be angry about it. He just has to be able to leave. Right. I'm going to come to church with my kids. Listen, baby. This past week she told you, And the only way you get in that door, the only way you've been able to get in that door for these last years is because I let you. Yeah. So I'm trying to help you understand if you can't be an asset, then you got to Go. I'm going to be there for my kids. Let's try this one more time. So finally, the, 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 the gauntlet fell. Until you can learn how to submit, until you can learn to do what you ask, until you can learn how to be obedient to the ministry and the word, don't come back because it won't work. How many of you want to leave right now? Is there anybody in here that want to leave right now? Is there anybody in here that, 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 that think about leaving? You see, I asked that question for an a- I asked that question cuz I know the answer. I can see it on your face. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And because of that Holy Ghost power or ability, ye shall be Witness. Examples. Go back. We're not going to get to kings, I don't think. So he told him, Saul said, I had to be led by the hand. I'm a grown man. These men are following me. But God broke me down to such a level. Now I got to get my helpers to lead me because I'm helpless. But I guess because you figure you're 18, you can't be helpless but you couldn't hit your butt with both hands. Why would a kid have to run from home? There's two problems. It's in the environment and in the person. Now, let's say home was not great. Why would you run when you can stay and build up your cash advances? Build up your bank account do your part, listen to the fighting and the arguing, it's going to happen in your apartment building, it's going to happen on the job why not stay there and build your bank account like I said when we brought everyone in this, this last semester we're really challenging God Lord give us helpers you know the Bible said the labor is plentiful but the workers are few the labor, the, the, the labor is plentiful, but the workers are few. Right. There's a lot to be done, but we don't have no workers. Right. So God called names. And when God called your name, that's a privilege. Yes. Yes, it is. That's a privilege. Right. Who better to leave the churches? what is that? Fundraising. What do you call it? Catering. Than a caterer. Who better? You mean to tell me. Can run a church catering department. Better than a caterer. Who does it for a living. You have been weighed. And you have been measured. And you have been found incomplete. Go ahead. And try to use God. God. As your excuse for not handling your personal business right. and watch God shut you down. Amen. It's coming undone. Yes, sir. Anybody that's going to use God as their reason for not handling their personal business is immature right. and ignorant. No knowledge. Good. And God going to burn it all down. Hey, do you know the first time that no longer in the Holy Ghost room, the girl got refilled? Yes, yep. The first time. Yes, now, she was hell before. Right. Hard to deal with. Right. Argumentative. Right. Well, he didn't want to tell me been, she'd been driving her sister around, so maybe he know that. But she'd been hanging around her family. Right. That spirit done got her. It messed up her mind. Uh huh. That's what happened when you don't pray out your house. Spirits get in there and take over the weak vessel, which could be the husband, which usually is the wife, and most times also include the kids. Why won't your kid listen? There's spirit in your house. They got your kid. And if it don't, you better thank God. Tell you every time she get on the door of prayer team, the spirit take over her mind, influence it. Am I right, and she can't think straight. All you know is that job is for you. That's all we know. That ain't no bad thing. Cause like Ananias, he said, "This too big for me, Lord." He said, "This too big for me." So one Ananias, a devout man, according to the. Having a good report of all the Jews which had a good report. You know, you're going to go to sinners for a report. And the sinner said, man, you a good parent. Because I'm measuring you get some hell you can keep. But when you ask somebody who's been in the faith, how about my kids? But there's a few things you can work on. Oh, he all wet. Because them sinners told you, I was in a restaurant and these people came to me and told me I had great kids. Compared compared to them sinners. But that don't mean your kids is heaven eligible. Uh, Yeah, your, your kids should be better than them sinners. But are they eligible to go into heaven? Having a good report. So, what Paul said, Ananias came unto me, read, and stood, uh-uh. and stood, not bent over, husbands. He stood there strong. Now, read in another place how Ananias questioned God, are you sure? <laughs> Do you know who Paul is, Lord? Do you know what his reputation is? Right. Are you sure you want me to do it? Because he might try to kill me too. He asked his questions. So Ananias came and stood, read. And said unto me, What? Brother Saul, receive thy sight. Now, look at the authority of this one man named Ananias. He stood his ground and did what God asked him to do and wasn't afraid. How many of you adults in here can stand your ground and do what God asked you to do? Now, I don't mind if your knees are shaking a little bit. But what's that? You fake it till you make it. You scared to death, but you stand like you ain't. You stand like you ain't. Said, Brother Saul, receive thy sight and. And he said, the God of our fathers hath chosen me." And at the same hour after he gave me my sight, I looked on him, and God of our fathers hath chosen me. Ananias is saying, that thou shouldest know his Why did God call you? Why? Do you know? Do you know? Raise your hand if you know why God called you, and don't say, be holy. Put your hand down. How are you going to fulfill what God wants from you if you don't know what that is? How are you going to fulfill what it is? The God, now, I is telling us all the God, the God of our fathers has chosen thee that thou shouldest know his will and see that just one and see. Be able to see that just one and shouldest hear the voice of his don't go to work. The God, the God of our fathers has chosen thee that thou shouldest know his tell me something. Tell me something. When God spoke to you, what did he say? So when God called you, he said something. All right. What did he say? you remember? I'm going to use this as an example. What did he say? When God called you, he told you something. And when you're talking about live right, be holy, it was much deeper than that. he told her how to live right. He was telling her how I want you to be holy. He didn't say live right and be holy. He gave everyone in here just like this a detailed picture of what he was asking from you. So why haven't you fulfilled it? Why have you let something else get in the way? Why haven't you heed the call and finish this thing. Right. Why? And Ananias said, The God of our fathers has chosen me that thou shouldest know his will and see his face and shouldest hear the voice of his that got to happen daily. What I mean by daily is God told me, he said, will you go to Sioux Falls for me? He asked me, would you go to Sioux Falls for me? Now, he didn't tell me what to do because that was implied. He didn't say go to Sioux Falls to shop. (coughs) Go to Sioux Falls to meet people. It was understood. He said, go to Sioux Falls start a church, and to win souls to him. I ain't lost that vision. Amongst others is one of them outside my family because she knows how I would talk about the lighthouse. Putting a light up there so folks could come to the light. It didn't happen overnight because it took me two years to prove that I was even worthy to pass God didn't ask me to pass it. He asked me to prove myself. Some of you can't prove yourself. Because you get weighed and measured. And instead of rising, you find a reason why you can't do it. Shut up. Create excuses. I wasn't taught that. Who said you was? You didn't hear me, did you? You think God called you because you were taught this? Or you think he called you to obedience to do what he said? That was too deep for most of you, right? I see him. That, that was too deep for most of you. I told you, my dad, 0. 0.48, 0. 0.52 blood alcohol level. You get past the three, you go into a coma. Point three, and he was almost twice that functioning so what kind of parent did I have but I didn't rely on what I was taught I relied on what I heard and every step I took because of what I heard the more God gave me God did not give me nothing until I walked God did not do until I did. Nowhere in the Bible do you see God giving anybody anything until they earn it. You ain't willing to earn it. You ain't getting it. Chosen thee that thou shouldest know his Will. will by seeing his face And be able to hear the voice of his mouth. All of this. Hearing the voice coming face to face with God is how you know him. How you know him. But you want to know him because you pray. You don't want to be no man. You don't want to be no woman. You don't want to be no husband. You don't want to be no wife. Because that's why God ain't blessing you. Because see, if you was doing it, then God will bless you. He promised it. You want this life that's so easy, but you won't put in the work. You want this marriage that's so great, but you won't put in the work. That manager made it clear to his wife, shut your mouth. You ain't going to disrespect the pastor and be my wife. And we're going to arm wrestle and fight at home, whatever we got to do. But we leave this house. I'm the man of this house. I'm going to hook, hook or by crook. You know she ain't here now, right? She ain't going to run me. I know who I am. I know who I am. Do you? Because if you did, you wouldn't be so emotional. And if you're emotional, you'll be emotional about what God told you, but not about what they said or did. You'll be convicted on what God said and not how you feel or what you think. Or your, what's the word when you look at it? Your perspective of it. you would be trusting God. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? But yet you can't see nothing good. I said, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean, none but God, but you frustrated because you can't see nothing good. Right. Okay. And God, the only one that can bring a, a clean thing out of an unclean, but you can't, so you frustrated. But you ain't the one that's supposed to bring it. Come on. Right. Hey. Hey. I know a lot of that was implied, but if you listen to it, you would have seen it. Okay. 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 Can't nobody bring nothing clean out of an unclean but God. Right. So why are you trying to fix people? Why don't you just mind your own business and do your job? Right. Ananias so the God of our fathers had chosen thee, Saul, that thou shouldest know his will by, how? By seeing his face and be able to hear his voice. You hear the voice of God, which brings you to God, and then you learn to understand God or know God. So what did God tell you? What did God tell you? What did God tell you? Come ready to fire everybody. I'm ready to fire everybody right. except for the ones at the school because God told me to put you there. Right. Right. And you should have heard the voice too. Right. And if you are worth anything, you heard God told you this is right. right. Now if you ain't heard that, believe in me. Some of us are at full speed ahead going nowhere. So God gave you a job to occupy your time to sharpen you up, to help you be around other successful people so you can learn how to stop being a bum. So you can learn how to structure your day so you have a full accomplished day. So you ain't got so much time to get stuck in your head and doing you. God doesn't put you to work in the morning and you act like the whole afternoon and evening is gone, because that's when your downtime, I guess. A virtuous woman rises early, works hard and stays up late and gets up do it again. There ain't no downtime. You're a grown adult now. ain't no cartoons It's T-ball. Hey. But not you, because you don't know how to be an adult. Been a kid for so long. Every parent should make a 16. When they turn 16, turn them loose. Let them bust their head on that wall with their decision. Hey, Dad, I was thinking this, this, this. What should I do? What do you want to do? And you see the flaw in it, but you ain't going to tell them. Why? Because you're going to help them learn how what they're thinking ain't always the right thing. Jesus loves me this, I know, for this experience. Parents are so afraid of letting kids get scars. Them scars are what taught them how to drive, right. how to live, how to trust. But they going to get it at 18, ain't got no scars, and be stupid because ain't nobody out there to keep them from falling. You turn that at 16, turn them loose. And when they lose the privilege, take the privilege. But you also put them in a way to get it back. Because when they turn 18, you ain't going to do nothing but suck titty anyway. And Ananias told Saul, so, "God of our fathers has chosen me." Where do you come from? How did you find apostolic truth? Do you see how big that is? Look at all these religions in the world. Don't none of them in the Bible. But you don't mean to tell me. That we are a chosen generation of royal priesthood and God did that for you to act like a bum? Some of y'all need to be just slapped. Just slapped. You have such a disrespect for the one that gave you the charge. Your husband didn't give it to you? Your wife didn't give it to you. God did. So why are you so quick to give it up over your husband or your wife or your kids? It was God that has chosen you. Why can't you see that? And challenge yourself to stand up. You live in one of the most prosperous cities in the country. Slim's Chicken wanted to open up another restaurant, but they said we can't find enough applicants. The the, the unemployment level here is low. How old was I? I was like 23 making donuts with six kids in the house because that's the only job I could find was making donuts. I could have collected unemployment. But how am I going to be sitting at home collecting unemployment? The employment office even back then said you got to look for three or four jobs a week. Now, how are you going to look for three or four jobs a week in more than two weeks and not get a job? Right. Unless you hustling. And then you want God to bless you? Ain't nothing but a broke mentality. Because God's seen it all. And ain't nothing you're going to do going to prosper. Nothing. I said in the book of Psalm, it said, "Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly." Blessed is the man. Get for that for me. Psalm number four in the whole country. That's eighteen to twenty-four. That's 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 ignorant and a little bit less ignorant. (laughs) And so, if you pass that, you should be prosperous here. Because if we're number four from eighteen to twenty-four, ignorant to a little less ignorant. You should be prosperous. There are so many ways. There are so many ways for you to be dumb rich if you're 18. There are so many ways. I mean, you got to be something wrong with you, not to be able to be comfortable. With, with as many talented people as we have in this small congregation. Something had to be wrong with you to not be financially stable. And I'm not saying anything other than you behind schedule. For the last 10 years, who was falling in the top four cities under half a million to live in for wealth, for schooling, for safety, so on and so forth. Because of our low unemployment, Because of our low poverty rate and the opportunity for success, financial success. Well, when we're talking about knowing the will, he started off by hearing the voice. And then you come to the voice. And now I'm here with Caroline. Okay. It was her voice that I heard. I was in the bathroom and I heard the voice. So because I heard the voice, I come to the voice. And the voice, now, guess what? I can fulfill what you want. That's how I know. Because I heard the voice of God and I was in Mississippi. But I heard the voice of God and God told me to come to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So I came to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I met a man named Alan Sweets. It wasn't Ananias, it was Alan Sweets. And Alice Sweet will trying to tell me what God said. To me. I'm just talking about. Him. But when we talk about know Him, you got to be able to hear Him. Well, no, you come, you come. You see what I'm saying? So that you can do something. But if you come and do you, then you're going to not foresee. God didn't bring here, God did not bring us here to do us. Right. God brought us here so we could see him face to face and do what he would have us to do. Right. And look at all the excuses that get brought up. My childhood, I've been molested, I've been abused, I've been mistreated. Who ain't? Who ain't? That's why God developed baptism, because that's the death of the old man. The Bible said the baptism is supposed to address the conscience. So the conscience got addressed, but you can't let it go. The conscience got addressed. That's why the Bible said the conscience is clean, so you're supposed to walk in newness of life. But God can't take you nowhere nowhere because you can't, because you can't, you can't, what I said, you can't let the past go. And because God ain't separate you from it, Amen. you know, you, you act like God don't know what you've been through. You don't know, act like God don't know where you came from. Right. But yet God tell you to go to the mountaintop, but you're saying I can't. Right. I'm just a lonely Indian. I'm just a stupid minority. I'm just uh, 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 80 IQ. You, you, you know what you Know what blows all that out the water? Well, it ain't God's savior. God didn't ask you to create nothing. He just asked you to do something. He didn't ask you to fix nothing. He didn't ask you to create nothing. All God said is just do what I ask you to do. If you got half a brain, can you follow is the question. But no, I can't follow because I'm so full of my opinion. Is the bottom line? How much simpler could it be? Got the doggone instructions sitting right in front of you, but you're too lazy to read them, right. and then want to complain about your failure. Don't you know? Don't you know? God knew where you came from. Don't you know? God knew what you've been through. See, like right now, somebody should just be yelling. Yeah. Right now, just just, just, just the mention of maybe reminding you of that, me showing that to you, someone should be yelling. You act like God don't know who you, which, who you are. You, you act like you, you was a stranger to God. You act like you was a stranger to God. Like he don't know what you've been through, what you're dealing with. Ananias, that's what I told you, Ananias he said, Lord, do you know who this man is? Now, it wasn't Ananias not knowing God didn't know. Ananias had a question within himself. Right. And he put it out there. Right. Right. Hey, Lord, this man might turn on me because his fear was real. But he didn't let his fear control him. He put it out there before God. If you read it, God said, Ananias, I'm going to use you to do something with this man. Right. And when Ananias heard that, he let that all go. Right. He said, "Could God gonna use me? He let it go, he said, God gonna use me. Right. So don't let me get in God's way by dragging my feet. Right. But we won't do that. Never imagined in her mind she could be a nationally renowned artist. But through her husband, she got introduced to pottery. Her husband introduced her to her, to make her somebody. And she's going to behave like that. A job where she can make lots of money, be world-renowned, and serve God, and go to heaven. Oh, I can read y'all pedigree. Break all y'all down. Break all y'all down. Blessed is the man that walketh not. Highlight that. Not. The not. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. But you got them raggedy friends, them raggedy relationships, and you wonder why you can't get off the ground. You know, you, you, you're so important, you can't let them raggedy relationships go. And I'm even talking about that funky relationship with your husband or your wife. Right. It got you bowed, it got you uh, uh, buried down, it got you broke down that relationship. Because you don't let it turn into a burden and a curse. Right. Why don't you let it go and just be the man or be the woman God told you to be? Right. Let God fix it. All right. But no, that relationship got you all broke down. And you can't be the man or woman God called you to be no more. Because the marriage, the marriage, the marriage, the marriage. The marriage come a nasty word in your house. Some of you trying to dissolve. Thinking about dissolving the marriage. Thinking that the marriage is supposed to be a good thing according to God. Now you wishing it would go away. Because of what y'all done in the marriage. The marriage is supposed to be a, a multiplying factor for your success. But your dumb self done turn it into a burden. Somebody better say amen. 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 God put it in as a multiplying factor for your success. But you're so independent and selfish because you can't do your job because you're too busy looking over the fence. Right. Study somebody else. Let her, let her go to hell hey. you can't save her let him go to hell you can't save him won't you let God do his job and you do yours hey. but no you act like you got to be the judge the jury and the executioner and God going to put you in hell for trying to take over his job because you ain't do your job right. you know how your wife going to get to heaven you know how your wife going to hell it's up to God. You know how your husband gonna get to heaven. You know how your husband gonna get to hell. It's up to God. It ain't up to you. God gonna put her or him in hell for what they did, and He gonna put you in hell for what you did. So go ahead and lose your vision. Go ahead and lose your mind, and walk in the counsel of the ungodly. And stand in the way of the sinner. And sit in the seat of the complainer. Go ahead. God told you you ain't going to be blessed. You know what that means? You ain't going to have no joy. You're going to be sitting in the midst of the sunshine and complain. Because that's what kind of spirit you got. Why? Because you walk in the counsel of the ungodly. you stand in the way of the sinner and you sit in the seat of the complainer. So you're going to get what you deserve. Why? For what you did? For what you did. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. He don't stand in the way of the sinner. He don't sit in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law, the Bible said does he meditate how often? Day and night. What you meditate on? How you feel? What you think? What you meditate on? Right, right. We run this church for a while, didn't we? He supposed to be a financial guy. Why can't he take it over and run with it? Why? Why? Why can't he? He supposed to be a financial guy, right? right. Prove yourself. stand up and handle it. We come up here with nothing and put all this stuff here. The man got, because of us, got a lot of resources. Why can't he use them and do something? He's a financial guy, right? That's what he claimed himself as, the financial guy. So if he's a financial guy with a series six financial investment, why can't he take care of the church financial business? He's a financial guy. Why don't he have no middle picture for finances? Ain't nobody asking him to decorate no cake, make no casserole. Ain't nobody asking him to build no walls. He's a finance guy. So how are he going to have a financial background and not take care of the church finances? That'd be sacrilegious. to let anybody else do it. But will he get weighed and measured and be found wanting? But this man, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the God, nor standeth in the way in the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law doth he meditate day and night. Because of what he don't do and because of what he do do, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That's where you want it, don't you? You want want, everything you do, you want to prosper, but you want to stand in the seat of the scornful, You want to walk with the sinner. But you want want whatever you do to prosper. You ain't got the right recipe, Jack. You ain't got the right recipe. You better turn that bus around and do it like God said it. Ain't nobody in here got a right to be thinking no more. You better do what the Bible says. That's the only thinking you should. Have. What does the Bible say? Mm-hmm. Your husband will run his mouth. Lord, what you say about this? Because mm-hmm. if you love God, he'll tell you, don't worry about it. He just meant. Don't worry about it. She just had a bad day. It ain't personal. But you can't get that far because you're so stuck in yourself. Don't worry about it. Her bra's too tight. <laughs> How many of you women know at that time of the month and sometime a week before and after, you crazy? Amen. Can't nobody make no sense. Amen. Neither can you you know that, but see, he don't know that. Because he a man, and he done forgot that. Lord, what you think? Oh, that's right, that's right. Every month he gonna get like this. God will remind you. Yes, will. Yes, will. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of God, no the way to see the score for him, But he delighteth in the law of the Lord and the law that he meditate day and night. And because of that, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not weather and whatsoever he doeth shall, shall prosper. So don't do what God said, whatsoever he doeth shall fail. No, don't do what God said. And everything you do it going fail. Because see, in order, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper, They'll take a recipe for that. Yes, sir. You think you think God's gonna let you uh cut corner sitting in this pew and be blessed? When he wrote this? He wrote this before you got here. And you think you're gonna overstep whatsoever he does to be prosperous and be prosper any other way? You better get your mind right. Yes. You better get your mind right. Yes, sir. You an 18-year-old that can't handle pressure. Man, you in trouble. Right. Life ain't going to be nothing but full of pressure. Why do you think most 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, and 56-year-olds out there drinking, doing drugs, they can't handle no pressure. Let's go back. I want to get to verse 16. And he, okay, hold on, hold on, I'm right there. So Ananias said to Saul, the God of our fathers has chosen me that thou shouldest know his will and see and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. I heard the voice which brought me to the just one and then I learned who he is. See, I heard Caroline. Who, who was that that thought he was being called? It's Samuel. Samuel. Samuel said, yes. Eli. Yes, Eli. That's why I said, I, I ain't calling you. Man, I must have been in my sleep. So he went back. There. Yeah, yeah, Samuel. Sam said, I didn't call. Or Eli said, I didn't call. But Eli told him, he said, next time you hear that voice, he said, yes, Lord, I'm here. Because God was using... uh Eli's voice to talk to Sam. Can you hear the voice? Have you heard the voice? How many of you heard the voice? So I call you Eli. How many of you heard the voice? Some of you have heard the voice. How you end up where you at if you heard the voice? You in rebellion? And for those of you who have not heard the voice, you in trouble. That's a troubling way to look at it. Because I didn't ask him. I asked him, How have you heard the voice? Yes. And see, God seen that. Yes. Have you heard the voice, friend? Yes, then why didn't you raise your hand? Because you were in rebellion? Yes. Really? Yes. You ready to go too? Okay. We're in rebellion then, because that's a willing choice. Man, I'm telling you now, we're going to smoke you out. I don't care how we get there. Yes. I don't care how we get there. You know what Bishop Rita said? nigga get your hat bitch right. no. said nigga get your hat who, who, who should be the most trusted man in here beside myself then why are you playing games with me cause all I did is ask him accountability when he raised his hand I asked him accountability cause you know what I'm hoping he'll show up someday right. shut up right. that, that's all I did is ask him questions why your hand up cause I heard the voice who right. yeah. oh, hear what I'm saying I believe, I believe, I doubt what I doubt, but I don't doubt what I believe. Call me a liar, you're going to call me one all day. But I'm going to tell you how, I see. Now, see, what y'all don't know is I talked to him a couple days ago about standing up. God talked to me and told me that man done turned turn into a punk. God did. He done lost himself. He a man. Or is he? A man you should be able to confront and get an answer from. You ain't no man because you got hair on your nuts. Right. You ain't no man because you got gray in your beard. Right. You're a man because you can stand. Right. You should be able to ask somebody accountability questions. Right. And they should be able to tell you who they and what they are. Right. I don't mess around with a lot of folks just for they end up to leave anyway. Right. You ain't going to spring on me. This is for real. Right. Yeah. You've been weighed and you've been measured. Somebody asks you a question, you answer them. Right. It don't make a difference if you're wrong. You don't go punk out Well, every time I come. I'm going to keep pushing them buttons until we find out the real you. Let me tell you something. Like my pastor, I'm going to make or break you. I'm going to make or break you. Because if you can't handle the heat, then you got to get out of the kitchen. Because guess what? You ain't going to be saved over here unless you can fight. When you get backed up in the corner, you better know your place. You better know your place. Don't get smart. <laughs> you may go win. Why? What is wrong? I ask a question. He's supposed to be. I ask him, who's supposed to be the most respected man besides me? So when he raises his hand, why are you raising your hand? Now, if you got a good reason, say it, right? If you don't, right? Why God be like that? Why God be like that? I told him the other day in the office, in the kitchen. God talked to me two days before something happened. God did not bring him up here to lose his identity. God brought him here to make him holy. He ain't from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He from Mississippi. And he should have brought his strengths with him. And I was asking God about it. God brought, brought Saul to my mind. Remember how Saul was before God called him? When God called him, he was just as zealous now for God as he was for the Roman Empire. Uh-huh. Was it Rome or what was it for? The Sanhedrin court. You're right. You're right. So he, he, when, 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 when God talked to him, he brought his strength with him. I told Robert, you done lost yourself. The lost yourself. He don't know who he is. He don't know who he is. I didn't bring God didn't bring him up here to lose him. I see. Him. God didn't bring him up here for him to lose. God brought gain strength. Uh. And so I began to look around, and guess who? Another one that didn't bring the strength that God gave him. But the thing is. You got to know who you are. You can't be me. You can't be Alan, sweet, because that's who I am. You got to be you. Who did God make you? And if you are who God made you, God will fight for you. Amen. So I ask a question, everyone raise your hand who heard the voice. Right. No, no, I ask a question. Hey, ma'am. Why didn't you raise your hand? Because if you ain't heard the voice, what you doing here? Because he heard the voice. He heard the voice. But he going to get smart and say, because every time I raise my hand, you what? Qualify that question. Qualify that answer. That's all I do. No. Can't no woman reach that high. A true man? A true man, can't no woman reach that high. He'll slap her down quick. Yeah. Who hear what I'm saying? Yeah. When her and her former pastor sent me back home. When her and her... Now, she didn't know no better. And she was following her former pastor's advice. Well, I went because I had things to finish out in the vehicle to bring back. So when I went home and God had talked to her, and when I came back... <clears throat> She had a list, for, a list of things for me to do. She wanted me to read this book. <laughs> I had to prove myself before I could sleep in my own bed, so to speak. And some other things. I said, yeah, I could do that. I didn't read no book. Hey. <laughs> Slept in my own bed the first night. <laughs> and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, when the man came home, then dad was home right. and i had to round off the corners right. it wasn't oh love you but when i proved myself by driving across the whole state in that Volkswagen and she called her former pastor he said there must be something to do this cuz he told her that i would never come back if you send him he won't come back but he didn't know who me who i was and so i got done handling my business and I drove that Volkswagen back, clear across half the state of Wyoming, and the, no, half the state of Wyoming, and the whole state of South Dakota, or Nebraska, how ah. do you look at Because why? My mind wasn't caught up on nothing, except for what I needed to do. I don't care what nobody say. I heard a voice. Who hear what I'm saying? Right. <coughs> you ain't nobody. You ain't got nothing. So you say. No, you can't have nothing in that. Can't no woman reach up that high if she try to do a strong man slap him down. What's that? It ain't the problem. You gonna make a man at it or break him? How many of you women know that? A, a woman gonna challenge her man and see and see if he will rise. Cause if she break him, she gonna lose respect for him. If she break him. Uh huh. Uh-huh. a woman don't want no abuser but she want to know that she got a brazen wall there that when she gets crazy, which she knows she will that she'll go over the cliff go ahead but well, we just worked it and earned her trust I didn't change who I was but I couldn't go at her so I was seeing people I was seeing the message and we had to go by the church so we'd come by a house and God would catch us, help us catch her in the yard just coming out the car and we just toot the horn. Praise God. Church would start and we'd show up late. Just before church is older, hear the door slam. Now I'm teaching, the door slam. <laughs> she, she's gone. <laughs> but she'll be back next time. And so there ain't nothing wrong with the challenge. Ain't nothing wrong with your child. Don't get smart. Because you get smart with me, you get smart with God. Why? Who in here think you're going to get successful trying to bless out that way? Go ahead, women. Challenge your husbands. Now, if your husband's smart, he'll step back let God handle you. Go ahead, husband, wives. Challenge your husband. And if your husband is smart, he get out the way let God handle you. Because see, Bible said, if you hold your peace, the Lord will fight your battle. But we can't hold our peace. Because he over there shaking his head at the wrong time. And then when I ask him a question, he ain't going to answer on time. So I'm going to say, and he going to like, what? Nigga, go. (laughs) Did I park him out? I don't know. (laughs) But I ain't going to let him stand there like that. This is God's house, and God put me in charge, and even if I'm wrong, yes, sir, bite your tongue, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, Amen. every man coming here and flexing this ain't the house for you to flex in, ain't the house for you to flex in now he' gonna talk when he get ready to talk you talk when you ask a question. And then we're going to take too long to talk. I say, you could go. You can. They're going to try to. What? So you see how this works? Yes, Hear the voice of his mouth right. so that you can go meet him. Right. And then you can know him. Now, you see all that, right? Yes, sir. Why? For thou shalt be his witness. God wants you to be an example. Right. That's why God called you right. to him. That's why God called you to him so you can know him, so you can be a witness for him. So when we look at you as a person, listen, this, this sister here, man, they're so full of themselves. you supposed to be full of God. You ain't supposed to be full of yourself. You're supposed to be full of God. That, that, that's just self. That's just Sally. She just like that, you see what I'm saying? All right, she just like that. Ain't no just like that. What bishop recall him is is baby says. Still smoking cigarettes? Are you a witness? For thou shall be his witness unto. Does that include your husband and your wife? Does that include your husband and your wife? Huh, baby? Yeah, what? supposed to be a witness. The reason why God called you is so you can meet him face to face and learn of him so you can be a witness. But you got all these excuses. You got all these reasons why you can't do. The Bible says if God before you, who's going to be against you? Except for yourself. Can't nobody be against you. Your husband can't be against you. Your wife can't be against you. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. So you act like you ain't never been through nothing. When your wife gets crazy, come here, baby. Let me, let me tell you what God said. When your husband is struggling, come here, baby. Put Rest on mama's breast. Now, Lord, don't drive me to that. But I don't know if I can ever get that long. You see them guys on TV, they, they fall down and their wife and lay on her chest and she rubbed his head. That's T-O-O for me. How many women would like your man to fall on you and land on your chest and rub his head? None of y'all? I'm glad that's Hollywood. Because some reason that don't, that don't settle with me. That don't settle with me. <laughs> <laughs> for thou shalt be his witness, we're just going to go to sixty unto all men, of what thou hast seen and heard. Now, what do you think Ananias is telling him? Huh? Because Ananias is talking to Saul here. God has called you so you can meet him face to face and learn him and tell others of what you've seen and heard. What has Saul seen and heard? What has he seen and heard? He's seen that road of Damascus when God struck him blind. Let me tell you how real God is. Let me tell you my story. Let me tell you my story. So what am I talking about? What's your story? Because God delivered you from your story so you can have a testimony. So why are you using your story as an excuse to stay broken? That was too deep for you. And now, why tearest thou? Bro? Why are you holding your feet? Why are you waiting? What, what? It's time to go to work. So Ananias told him, Arise and be and wash away he thy sins. sins. How? Only on the name of the Lord. Lord, help me. Jesus. Lord, help me. Yes. Lord, I'm about to slap my wife. Jesus. Lord, you better help me. Yes. Lord, I'm ready to cuss out my husband. Yes. Lord, help me. Yes. Lord, help me. Help me Lord. Ah! That's how real it is. Yes. Nobody understands, Lord. Yes. But we won't call on God, but we should call our wife out of her name. Yes. Nobody would call on God, but we should call our husband out of his name. Yes. Won't nobody call on God, but we should slap on our kids. When you going to learn how to call on the name of the Lord yes. when you're in trouble so you can stop messing things up. Right. When? Because right. that's what it's going to take. Because you. right. you're going to go through some stuff. Right. And you better learn how to call on God's name so you can be a witness. Because right. God didn't call you to try. He called you to be a witness. And if you ain't no, if you ain't a witness of holiness, what you a witness of? And you ain't going to be blessed because of where you stand and where you sit and who you walk with. Amen. Amen. Anybody got a question? We're going to get to Kings one day. But I'm going to celebrate God and all he's doing for me. All he's doing for me. How many know the truth shall make you free? You remember when when Miss first came she said she was saved? Book chapter and verse.